Dwarven Moss presents a Dungeons and Dragons actual play of The Curse of Straw. <laughs> So what is happening? Well, so big shit went down. Mm-hmm. We're on our way back to the tower. And, yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Van- so Rictavio shows up. Yes. Out of nowhere. And we find out. Find out. He's Van Rictavio is Van Richten. Fucking great. What a fucking... The monster hunter. What a great The guy. legendary Look, monster hunter. Looking after us. Looking after us. And I'll say this, Boren, with his intentions, was ready to take off and split from the group. But this guy came in front of him and was like, Whoa, all right. So it was a very heart-pounding session because we all yeah. get to the tower. I can't blame him. Information was exchanged. Legendary character. I was, it was funny. In my mind, I was like, this whole time we're looking for Indiana Jones. I'm like, man, I want to find this Indiana Jones. Hmm. I'm going to fucking take off and find Indiana Jones. And then mm-hmm. Indiana Jones shows up, and I'm like, Indiana Jones! You're fucking Indiana Jones! Yeah, you found him. He found you. And yeah. and information was exchanged. Right. He was really interested were... in, in you guys and the progressions you've made, mm. and he wanted to bestow some wisdom upon you regarding well, well, the big uh, thing vampires is, and stuff. Yeah, is that apparently him and Esmer- Esmeralda are in cahoots. She, well, mm. she she told us she was an assistant to him. Mm. Yeah, for two years. But they were both excited to meet us because apparently there's a prophecy that is coming to pass. That's right. And they were not very talkative about this prophecy. Well, they were more. No. Yeah, they were. They were like 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 prophets themselves. They were very talked in sort of riddles and open statements. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they wanted to see us. They didn't want to like interfere with nature's, you know, intention or nature's path. Again, nature's but path. Uh, he seemed really interested. He was genuinely interested. Well, he's met you before. Mm. He was curious how you guys came along, mm-hmm. and he more just seemed like he wanted to give you information on how to kill Strahd. And he did. And vampires. Yeah, he was more interested in helping you fulfill your prophecy right. in terms of, or uh, instead of, uh, you know, opening the window as to what is this land and all these other uh, mm. deep questions you asked him. Right, 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 right. He was yes. more, he was certainly a help. Yes. He, yeah. You guys were well fed. Well fed, well rested. Got, got some golems to make you some food. And uh, Born and Wendell. He also had a bit of a dark side to him. He wanted to kick uh, Big Crow. Out. He wanted Big Crow to stay yeah. outside. Well, he doesn't t- like Vistani. With the clearly. tiger. Yeah. And he, the right. tiger would have would but would have destroyed him. Isn't uh, Esmeralda Vistani? Yeah. Well, yeah. It gets uh, gets complicated. It's very complicated. Um, I think... Uh, it's complicated. Well, he had, he always um, did not like them. That's right. But he, the Vistani... He ended up, you know... Kidnapped his son. That's right. Gave him to a vampire. Uh-huh. Yes. And, and young his son then became a vampire, which he had to kill himself. Yep. So doubly so, he hates vampires and Vistani. Mm-hmm. 
monsters, Vistani. Uh, he took her under. He, he took Esmeralda under his wing. Yeah, I'm, I'm too nervous much. about I got, my, yeah. my... And I can tell you're amped. Because oh, I've, I have a feeling that there's a lot of story we're about to get. Dude, I'm, I'm just so... I'm, fuck, I know dude, you. Dude, I am so excited, man. <laughs> yeah, love it. Love uh, it. It's also Friday. Work exactly, is done. Right? Fuck that. Fuck yeah. Like, like about, this is... Man. Dude, I am... Ooh, so glad we didn't do this on Monday. We got it. Yeah, let's Even though keep we talking, couldn't. and I'll roll these three. But yeah, yeah. yeah. This so, is good bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Van Rictavio... Um, Took her under his wing, and at the end, they ended up bickering so much, from what you can tell, that before things really got nasty, they kind of said, let's just separate now, while we're still kind of friends. And he had always worked alone anyways. Yes. And I think he just really couldn't get over his distrust of Vistani. And he, him coming to this land as this carnival, uh, this carny, wanting to, you know, sell his show... That was his big disguise as a half-elf. Mm. Um, that was his reason for having a tiger, his excuse for having one. And, uh, and yeah, he, he still, he, he knows he's in a, in a land where there's where Vistani are generally mm-hmm. not good. And when we first met him, he so was he trained in that tiger. He trained that tiger to fucking kill him. his tower is only maybe half a day away from Valaki. And when we first met him, he seemed really nice to us. He was overseeing and watching... Uh, actually, his story to us was that he was there to meet with um, Irwin. Yes. The right. leader of the Keepers of the Feather. Okay. Absolutely. That's right. And so we kind of knew that he w- he was an ally, even though we kind of treated him like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> don't, don't include me in that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, not so. the slothful good paladin. He yeah, not the that. lawful good let everyone walk all over him paladin. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, as you can tell, like <laughs> as soon as we start getting into game mode, I start to put Wendell into my blood. Yeah, you got it. I love it. We need a lot of that. Morn, morn. You're morn. too easy on these. Morn. Yeah, it's whew, man. It is. It is crazy. And we, we've had this uh, countdown go on in Wendell's head that he's let you in on this dream mm. where there's this big ceremony. You've also noticed that mm. Strahd has been absent, kind of. You know, you murdered Rahadan and Stanimir. For some and reason, for the first time ever, there's like no repercussions for your actions. You're not being hounded by wolves. Um, he's been busy. He's been busy getting ready for his big day. We've heard about a wife that he was trying to make. Yes, he had an ongoing project with uh, the abbot. The abbot ha- uh, had been trying to craft this woman, Vasilka, right. and he'd been working on her for months. And it sounds like um, in the past couple days, that's, I mean, that's the tricky part to kind of balance. All of these sessions are really just two days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, Jesus, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Strahd, uh, he kidnapped Irina, and he's good now. He doesn't need a wife. That was kind of an ongoing uh, project yeah, that yeah. the abbot had, and the abbot hadn't received word. Um, Strahd and the abbot have an interesting relationship. Um, the abbot has come to take over the the, uh, the hospital, if you will. And we right. uh, and we got to the tower, and that's where we learned that Van Richten and Esmeralda were really hot to trot on this prophecy, and. We were sort of just like, well, what's this prophecy all about? And they're just like, well, go to uh, go to Ravenloft and do what you're doing, pretty much. 
Right. And we were just like, well, what else can you tell us? Like, what's with the other adventurers that are kind of part of this? And they weren't comfortable answering that question. That's right. And so that made Wendell kind of go, hmm, what the frig is going on here? And so now, so oh, and, th and then Wendell confesses to Boren. Oh, yeah. Told and he confesses Boren. that he had been visited by Strahd in his dreams, where he was asked by Strahd in his dreams to be the replacement r ruler of Barovia because Strahd intends to marry Irina today. And lift his curse. And lift his curse. And to which Wendell is just like, well, WTF, like, um, you know, is that all I get? Because it was a misty dream. And so then he's, uh, then he's pretty confused about things. Right. Boring. You even oversaw the Shadowfell, I believe, in that yeah. dream. And there were kind of, there were even, uh, the world of the Shadowfell? Yeah. Cool. Are you comfortable with sharing that part with Boren? I don't want to speak for, for you. The Shadowfell? We talked about this already. That you already were there? Yeah, and there were, there were even big eyes overseeing you guys. The Raven Queen. Raven Queen, yeah. We don't know anything about the Raven Queen. But obviously that's like where... That's like the the patron that... Or I, Wendell is a patron to the Raven Queen. That's right. who's giving him his powers through the axe. Right. And obviously this axe has been asking Wendell and make, giving Wendell horrible bloodlust mm. in vicious and violent ways. And so we can only uh, surmise that Raven Queen is super evil. As the lore goes, uh, that's also where Strahd gets his powers. Right. You're in a Shadowfell right. demiplane of dread. Now, technically, I'll, I'll say this, because I'm not sure if we've implemented this or if I just don't know. Technically, a Hexblade worships a sentient weapon. Hmm. So, like, somehow there's something else, maybe. I don't know, I don't know if I want to put you on the spot, but, like, no, no, no. like you're, you're if not. there was a way to technically resolve that, like, somehow the weapon is sentient with her or with... Uh, I don't know. Like, is there some other in between? What is it? Sen what sentient intelligence? It's, it's from the Shadowfell, and it's created by the Raven Queen. Wow. And she's the one that did that watered your crops. She heard your right. curse. Yeah. Right. So to That's her, what I always to her, like she kind of picked you out and she, thinks you, you owe her something. You know. Yeah. When that crack happened, that was her. Yeah. Going. All right. You curse me. I'll curse you. And then your axe. Went or she'll bl <laughs> she'll bless Wendell, and he'll have to. I don't want to say suffer in some way, but he'll have to make amends with it in a way. He's right. now he's he's attached to this because she watered his crops. It's the curse of Wendell. That's right. Not the curse of Strahd. No. That's the DLC for the curse of Strahd. The curse of Wendell. <laughs> so. Wendell confesses this to Boren, and they're sitting at a table late when everyone's sleeping in the tower, and Boren is going over a map and obviously contemplating maybe... Pouring over his notebook. Splitting up, maybe. Yeah, as yeah he's I think he's had enough. Told me, but I don't know if Wendell wouldn't know this, though. That's the thing. 
Right. We don't want to know this, no. But you but, picked up on negative, like you're pouring, I, we, pouring your we heart We know out that we're at, at odds. And it was just like, and even when that great scene at the end where you hopped in the carriage and Wendell said, or, and Boren said, I'm going to take Zoltan. I'll follow behind you. I saw that as a moment of separation, even though yeah. he's with you. Mm-hmm. It was very powerful. And that's pretty much where we left off, is I get in Strahd's carriage. Mm-hmm. Esmeralda, I With Esmeralda. And uh, we're sort of accepting Actually, the... Actually, Wendell, you do notice something uh, when you hop in. And you feel it, that you've sat on an envelope. And it's a... Uh, oh, what the... You pull it out. It's got the same wax stamp on it, the wax seal that you encountered in the first carriage. So Wendell uh, looks at the letter, but he also just kind of, before opening the letter, he just looks around the carriage a little, just to see if he can, just what's, what does it look like on the inside? Oh, it's beautiful. It's dark, black, cherry wood. Ooh. And it has a nice little lantern, two, two oil lanterns with you guys. And you're in a very comfy carriage. It's red, velvety seats, little gold button tufting, locking the uh, upholstery down. And it's, uh, it's decadent, really. It's dark, but it's decadent. I just sent you the uh, letter to the group. So it's up to you if you want to read it. And so Wendell opens it up and just reads it silently. But it, it uh, yeah, and I actually won't read technically, just so that Born doesn't actually hear this. Oh my God! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does save. Well, this is happening while he's in this carriage. It's not taking off. Born is. Yeah, how are you doing? Sort of looking at it in the doorway, looking around. Van Richten is just above him in the in the floor. Above, yeah, he's, he's got his own thing going. Fourth floor, he's watching you guys kind of send. All right, well, well that's kind of. He's watching you guys, seeing you off. Borden spent a lot of this evening. He didn't get a lot of sleep. He actually got no sleep. Borden stayed up. He's wet stoning his axe, sharpening everything, knocking out all the tinks in his armor, getting his braids nice and tight, ready for the fight. He's grabbing the stake that he knows he was given. Rotavio gave him the stake. The wooden stake. Sharpening it up a bit. Sharpening it. He's got the holy symbol. He's thinking of vampires. You know, Van Richten told him all about these vampires and stuff. So Boren is just busy getting his stuff together, organizing all his, all his things, and he gets superstitious, so he starts praying more, and he starts collecting. Is there food? Yeah, there's food around him. So he grabs, like... Oh, yeah. He grabs, like, garlic... Maybe that'll work. He doesn't know. He's kind of scared, too. Born's a bit scared, so he's going to be garlic. Well, I like it. He's up all night thinking, how do I kill this thing, basically? Yeah. He's getting Processing food, the knowledge. Flasks of, you know, water and fucking... Blessing water. Making, making holy water. Making holy water. He's a holy man. Making holy water. Making his food holy. Making sure he's ready to go. Bit superstitious. And he's watching the thing. He's goes down and starts to materialize Zoltan. That takes a while, so... Mm, While he's watching... And Wendell's just sitting cross-legged in the carriage, watching out the carriage window at Boren, taking his time, doing all this. He's not rushing him, but he's just watching. Mm. He's got a solemn... It's also a scared look on his face. 
He's not sure uh, how much he can count on Boren to protect him like he has before. He feels a distance from Boren as he just summons Zoltan in front of him. And of course, this is the carriage drawn by the same two horses, but one of their heads is patched up and stitched zombie-like. Boren goes, oh, gross. <laughs> that thing that you well then, it's um, it's about ten in the morning. You guys uh, have been down the Svelich Road before. You're on a carriage now. You're not too far away from Castle Ravenloft. The Svelich Road lies before you. These two uh, dark, dark horses start pulling the carriage. And it's Wendell and Esmeralda sitting in this beautiful carriage. Yeah. I, say, I say to it's Esmeralda. It's like a limo. Very nice, uh, very nice carriage, if I've ever seen one myself. What sort of carriages were you riding around in when you and Van Richten were up to no good? It was a little bit of a uh, different style. But, uh... It's dark. This is very dark. We like, like uh, well, the Vistani love brightly colored uh, wagons. And uh, lots of places to store our wares and whatnot. This no no a... offense, Esmeralda, but if I never see a colored wagon again, I'll be happy. That sounds really racist, but uh, <laughs> I'm, they're wagons. Born goes, I heard that, Born. <laughs> it, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> so as you're, and you're falling behind, I'm presuming? Yeah, but at a distance. Okay. Born's at a distance. So he knows that he can see them. And Big Crow is with you, I believe. Big Crow's with Zoltan. That's right. Okay. He's on with me. Okay. Boren is looking forward, but he just sort of quietly says to Big Crow, How are you feeling, boy? I'm, I'm ready for anything. I want to thank you last night for uh, keeping me inside. I'm not sure how well I would have done with that uh, tiger of his. <laughs> Minxie. You have my word, boy. I will try and keep you safe the best I can. But it seems that we are on a single road now. I don't know what will happen. The boy leans back, pulls out a pipe from his shield, and packs nice. it with some dwarven moss and just yeah. smokes for his old hands. And as uh, Wendell kind of sees that he's Doesn't smoking on some... Wendell sees. Wendell, Wendell sees that Warren's got uh, some moss being smoked and just, just holds his hand out the <laughs> side of the carriage just Two as a bit of together. a gesture. And Warren goes... Exactly. Hands his pipe to Big Crow. Give that to him. <laughs> <laughs> and Wendell doesn't see. Wendell doesn't see. He just feels right that he's been past the moss. So you guys are hotboxing this carriage right now. <laughs> you and Esmeralda. Uh, no, no, no. I just take one one hoot and I and I uh, out the put window. My, put my hand out the window. Right. Okay. This is dwarven moss. So one hoot is all you need to yeah. hotbox 
dwarves would spend days hotboxing entire caves. Oh, nice. That's where their steam baths Born's telling this to... <laughs> Wendell here is born yeah. telling this to Big Crow. Yeah, Just Different yeah. dwarven stories about moss. The moon in the deep and how the... The tummy rumbled with the caves and the caverns. You ever seen a stalactite? Yeah, uh, yes. You ever seen a stalagmite? I'm not sure of the difference. <laughs> you will one day, boy. We get out of this. I'll take you back home to the halls of the Bright Axe. My great-grandfather was part of a great army that killed three blue dragons. They took those bones of the dragons and made a dais, a throne for the king of Brightax to sit upon. And the dwarves dwelt in the deep halls of those mountains for centuries. If we get through this, I shall take you to see that dais. I would like that. I would come. That's real history. I looked up. You know that, right? And uh, <laughs> and Wendell leans to Esmeralda. And he says, "What's a what's a dais?" Yeah, my, you got me. <laughs> Maybe it's some kind of creature. I don't want to give him the satisfaction of telling him I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe. An extravagant dais it was. Could be oh, a dwarven word, perhaps. Oh, if only you could picture it. It's unlike any other dais you've seen. They're pretty common, these diases. I mean, <laughs> you'd be an idiot if you didn't know what a dais was. Big Crow, you know what a dais is? Of course. Of course. <laughs> right? Oh, man. And Wendell rolls his eyes to Esmeralda. <laughs> so you guys are making chatter, and... One thing you do see in the distance, a little bit of smoldering, and you're getting close to Valaki. You're going to pass through it, beneath it. I'm telling Big Crow about it. You know, we flew over that lake. Hmm. It's quite a sight. I like. This land has become quite well known to us now. At least this main road, anyway. He's listening to all your stories. Just loving it. And I guess you'd be the first to see it, uh, Wendell. Their buildings are still smoldering. It's looking pretty rough. A lot of the walls are smashed down. The only thing that looks half decent, at least from your distance, is you can see the Church of St. Andrew. It's uh, still standing and looks to be in good condition. So Wendell looks at the church. Boren's also looking at the church. You guys are also remembering. Oh my gosh, that's. Can we have the bones? Yeah, Andrew? Boren's feeling his bag. Going, yep, there's bones. Yeah. He risks calling out, Wendell! Wendell! What? We have these bones. Yeah, St. Andrew's bones. Can you stop that carriage? Why? If we return these. Didn't we talk about this? What? Didn't we, didn't we, like, consider going to put the bones back? That's right. You want to go try? Hold on. Let me see if I can stop this. Do you want to go try? Well, I'm sort of feeling from the, the gods. <laughs> uh, 
an keep, urge keep going. to... Keep going. You definitely don't have to do it. I'm trying. I, I try to, like, kind of... I'm going to... You worked hard to get these bones. Say that. I'm going to jump out the carriage. <laughs> nice. As you jump out the carriage, uh, the horse's neigh... Or <laughs> holds up. The carriage stops. Esmeralda bumps her head on the front. Oh, sorry, Esmeralda. What are you doing? Boren slides off Zoltan and goes straight up to Wendell. I know what you're thinking. Let's do this, Boren. Boren just nods and we rumps and yeah. we just walks straight towards walking. the church. We'll be right back, Esmeralda. Stay with the Boers, big crew. Ravens, keep an eye out. They hear you. You can't tell, but you feel it. And they're just marching. They're silent. They're not even talking to each other. Born and Wendell are just yeah. both looking straight forward, yeah. not even talking. We walk towards the church. Right. He's you're got marching the bones. Through the church. Twitch. You're marching through the church. Um, what do we see around us? Is, is it because it's we have to go through? There's a lot the of chaos in the streets, but the church is in relative chaos in the streets. What do you mean, like wreckage uh, or like destruction? Yeah, okay. Um, right. Blood and gore everywhere. Yeah, dead bodies. Yeah. Still, uh, a lot of places oh. are burning. Born. Uh, you can Look see at this place. You can see in the distance, actually, the main hall, not hall, the uh, the, main, the the square in which you actually saw Stride. Uh, that seems to be where the smoke is going. There's a big pile of something smoldering there. But at the church, um, yeah, you walk up. One of the doors is off its hinge, and it's askew, but it opens. And, yeah. So Wendell walks inside. So you open it up, and you see, um, you see Father Lucian. And he's on the ground, grabbing his side. Wheezing. Oh, Father, born, born. Can you, can you heal him? Hold on. What have you got to see, my friends? It's good to see you. Uh, indeed. I, I can't believe you're alive. I can't believe you're alive. What happened? I've been spared. I think only to watch. My community be destructed, but I feel the powers of this church, and they still protect me well, after all these years. We've come to double that. We've brought back the bones. Oh, we've come to see that they are put to the their bones. proper place. Where should we put them? Time is of the essence, Father. Oh, under the altar. That's where the crypt is. Perhaps... My final words can be a prayer. A prayer resting these bones. I shall do Where they should be. Boren takes his hands, claps his hands around the father's hands. You can heal him if you want. You don't have to die. I'm saving it. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Boren just looks at him. <laughs> At me? He doesn't even have to say, I'm saving it. Wendell just knows that he means, I'm saving it. Okay. Don't worry. My time is long past. By the way, that's very smart. I just want to say. I know. Um, I've learned from my weeds. You don't have a lot of time to get to this uh, supposed deadline. Point of inspiration smart? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Good one. Have that in my notes, but you guys uh, 
Father, you got it. lead us in the prayer. So you go down to the crypt, you lay these bones down. Awesome. And you can almost see the divots where they used to be for hundreds of years. Awesome. You're like uh, archaeologists just placing them uh, back in the place. Over, over, the, over Born as he lays these down. The priest starts making gestures and speaking to the morning lord. May I bless these bones in the name of the Lord for them to rest here undisturbed for centuries to come. He does his little prayer. Dear morning, Lord, may Saint Andrew bless these lands and cleanse them of Mother Night. May Velaki remain free from tyranny. <gasps> tyranny in the Dark Prince Strahd. And just as he does that, you can see he's very weak. Born goes to help he's him. falling down a little bit. And as he lays down to uh, his final sleep, all of a sudden, like a, like a burning piece of magnesium, this bright, bright, blinding light uh, emanates from this crypt. <gasps> and it's so powerful, and you can feel it flowing through your body. So it actually feels like you know, a breath of fresh air. Through, through me or, or both of us? All of us. Okay. The whole friggin' town. You can feel St. Andrew's presence, the Morning Lord's presence. And it's almost like uh, just this expanding white light that almost that goes through the walls of the church. You're witnessing radiant magic. And wow. you have the inclination that Maybe the final prayer in the bones will uh, protect Velaki once again. And as you look over at Father Lucian, you can actually see a half smile on his face as he goes down and uh, a tear fall from his cheek. He looks very peaceful. Holy shit, uh, what was that? Well... My friend Born here just let this nice priest die. Isn't that right, Born? So Esmeralda hasn't picked up on this, but she's looking at you guys. Because that was kind of an unspoken thing, or did you say it out loud? Oh, she's there just... now? Esmeralda has come into the crypt? She, she, yeah, sorry. She did sneak in through the door uh, as soon as the light went off. Oh, right. Oh, I, I felt this. Uh, what happened? This bright light uh, has illuminated it, created some sort of, I don't know, it looked like a, an orb that hey. encompassed all of the uh, city outside. You can still see it. It was a blessing. The bones are where they should be. And then Boren, as Wendell says that comment, Boren doesn't even respond to him, just looks at him, slings his shield over his shoulder and goes, let's get going. He just marches out of the crypt out of the church back to where through the streets Zoltan hopping over by not even paying attention to these corpses town is just bloodied mess Wendell follows he's just a going few paces behind yeah hops back on Zoltan also desensitized to all the death and dread just stepping over bodies like it's nothing and at this point you can actually see um, that the place is covered in some sort of holy power slowly fades away and uh, as that happens a little bit of rain starts to fall down 
the rain is tinking off my you, armor. You hear li- like lightning strike coming. Wendell, very, very Wendell white. and Esmeralda stand by the carriage. And I turn around and I say, we need a game plan. Okay. Esmeralda. Yes. Before we reach this castle, there are many things to remember. We can't go barging in this place. This is our enemy. He knows us better than we think he knows us. Boren. Boren, we're invited. Seems like we're invited. I hand him the letter that was in the carriage. I, Boren takes it. I don't want to see anything. Well. We're making our final moves here. Do you understand that? Yes. I, yeah, what should I, we do? I, I do understand that. What, what options do we have? Any type of intel that we can get to try to give us an upper hand, we just can't bloody get it. Nobody's telling us shit, Born. We know what we know. This castle Ravenloft, it holds the secrets to this man's family. I understand that. We know that if we capture him in a tomb, he goes down there to recharge. So that's our destination. But we don't know the castle itself. That's right. I think it's a bad idea to go in and just barge in willy-nilly. Who's saying to barge in, Born? I'm saying walk in the front door. This is a tricky place. He is the trickiest man in this place. So if he's that tricky, what I'm thinking is going to happen is the only way in to the place is going to be the way in which he's set up. We've got to get ahead of his steps, Born. We call him out. He's got a wedding, Born. It's the the note. You don't want to read it? It's just a simple wedding invitation. We're invited. We are cordially invited to his damn wedding, Born. So, if you want an upper hand, best thing to do is just politely accept and oblige his invitation. Let's just go in there. I don't think he's going to... That is, that is one elaborate way to get us to walk in and have him cut off our heads. He's got plans. You know what he wants with me, Born. I'm going through all this shit. You're thinking about what sort of strategy you want to go into. I, what, what's going to happen to me? I don't even know if I want to go there. Yet you're going there. Yeah, Born. I'm going there. Because there's nowhere else to go. So I don't care if we barge in, break in, sneak in, or fart in. We're going there. That's all I know. And Wendell gets in the carriage. Giddy up! He just knows that they'll listen to his voice. He just sits, puts puts his hands on his knees. (laughs) Giddy up! And I leave Born behind a little bit. Born in the rain. He climbs back on Zoltan. And then he just quietly says to himself, So be it. As you're making your way uh, outside of Valaki, you've gone past, and uh, Valdo has come. He's flying down, and he's switched into a human form. Mm. And he's uh, put out his hand, trying to get you guys to stop. What is it, Valdo? I warn Zoltan. What do you see? What I see is hope that you've restored to my home. I can't follow you to Ravenloft. I need to go back to the Blue Water Inn 
preserve uh, the safety of this land for future generations and rejoin the Keepers of the Feather. I'm sorry, but I thank you. Don't be sorry, Fred. I thank you for all the help that you have given us thus far. I understand your need to go home. I thank you. I thank you. That's lovely, guys. Thanks, Valdo. So if we fail at whatever we're doing, you're fucked, man. So you got to get your priorities straight, but you do what you want to do. Sounds like you're too scared to come to Ravenloft with us. You're never really much good at protecting us anyway. Why don't you shut up? No one wants to hear your opinion. You shut up, Boren. You can't even see Wendell. He's, he's, he's like back in the carriage. Like, <laughs> just, just shouting through, you're just staring through the forward. window. He's yeah. not even like moving his head around. Like if there was a camera on, on Wendell, it's just on the carriage. Yeah. <laughs> Boren turns to Valdo. This is the one place that you've returned safety to this land. Thank you, friend. I feel that this is the final steps. I wish you luck in whatever happens. And I you. Fuck you, Valdo. Get out of here. Well, he, he walks away. You can tell that Wendell's really upset. But he doesn't, uh, he doesn't say anything back. Mm-hmm. Giddy up. Boren doesn't actually get on Zoltan. Not just yet. What's Boren thinking? Boren's just at a loss. Boren hates Wendell. Boren just <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Boren's... Big Crow is on Zoltan. Boren's just fucking... That's fucking... Baby, that little child who weighs me down. That boring chain, that worthless nothing. That farmer, fuck that farmer. He knows nothing. Boring such spitting. Big Crow can feel your tension like crazy. You can, you can feel it. You can cut the tension like crazy. And, uh, goddamn straw. You will not know my wrath until I burn it. And then Boren just so quickly and violently hops on Zoltan. Jostles him and Boris. Jostled itself. Dashes to catch up to the carriage. Boren just goes, go! Zoltan takes off, catches up to you guys. Uh, At this rate, you're about an hour away from Ravenloft. I'm assuming you're still going to follow the road mm-hmm. seeing a lot of memories you guys are going past the uh, mm. the pond where you had that deep dive in the water uh, Lake uh, yeah as you go by uh, Lake Zarovich Zarovic and you're also you connect to the road where you saw the the mill mm-hmm. and the original place where you found these horses you guys are still are just headed headed towards Ravenloft and you're starting to see it huge towers uh, Ravenloft is up on a hill you're ascending to get to it 
and it's it's about 400 feet tall. Very wide building. It's got a couple towers in it. Uh, the north tower that uh, Valdos spoke of is the highest one. You can even see a little bit of a bit of a red aura coming from it. A bit of a glow, and it's it's misty. It is raining. The lightning is there. Wendell's not really even looking around it out the window too much. He's just staring forward and kind of deep in a pensive apprehension. Very nice. I'm nervous, guys. Like, just as a game player, this feels like the last level. So, like, <laughs> the energy, you know, when you, like, when you're playing a game and you're the last guy, and you're like, Very nice. Well, yeah, I feel it too. It is. It's, it's crazy. So the road leads up to a hill. At this intersection, the road has become cobblestone. It's, it's a very nice, classy path that goes straight to Ravenloft. Hmm. As you get higher and higher, the mists are spreading. You can see more of the castle. And as you do get close enough that you can see that it's actually on an island. There's like a, a, a drawbridge that goes across from it with these two little turrets, two little towers that lead, um, that the drawbridge leads across. And just from your note, what you know of the topography and the area, you know that, uh, well, as far as the legend, or the, not the legend, as far as the story go, uh, Tatiana flung herself off of the castle a thousand feet and you can see it you can see that it's this raised well essentially an island that you have to get to through, across the drawbridge and you can look down you observe that yeah it probably is a thousand feet uh, deep and the stories uh, even from what you've seen from the march of the dead mm. that happens at midnight every night these people would make their march towards the castle and basically fling themselves off the cliff. Huh. And it was a little reminder to Strahd. What we saw in Barovia Village. Yeah, this is where it's, they started coming out of that cemetery that you're at when you're yeah. bearing a father. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like floating rock, or is it like an extension? Yeah, it looks like it's on a cliff. Whoa! Do we know how Mm -hmm. deep the moat goes? You just know that Irina water used to be there or something, and it's not there anymore. You just know that Tatiana, uh, when she killed herself, she fell at least a thousand feet. There's just these two turrets. These, well, what you would, what you know, are guard towers. If you know anything about castles, is there anybody in them in front of us? Hmm. Yeah, these two, and then there's a drawbridge that comes out connecting the areas. Okay. And that's what you're seeing. The bridge, the the drawbridge is drawn. It's open. Uh, you're not seeing anyone in these towers at this moment. I assume the carriage is just going, right? The carriage is just going. Yeah, I'm just Wendell's just riding it. You get to the edge of the towers. They look to be empty, and the horses stop. The door opens automatically. Well, I 
guess this is uh, where the ride ends for us, as Merelda. And Wendell steps out of the carriage and takes a look around this vista. He sees the mountain peaks around him and the the deep looks over, I guess, the edge of the bridge. Falls down deeper than you can see. It's very misty as well. And Wendell just starts walking towards, walking across the bridge. Yeah, you make it, no problem. Esmeralda's gonna join you. Wendell doesn't expect anything bad to happen right now. Like in Wendell's mind, he was like, I was invited to a wedding. Mm -hmm. I see what you're doing here. (laughs) It's fun. No, I I mean like I'm, I'm, Wendell's I guess sort of like gonna not really pay attention to anything that he's maybe picking up on is what normally would concern him or give him pause or make him feel threatened in any way. Mm -hmm. He he was contacted by Strahd. Strahd himself invited him here to, to get to a wedding. I mean, maybe Wendell he's... is being an awesome Wendell right now. Wendell's yeah. killing it. Wendell's Wendell. He he wants to fucking go, and he's doing it. It's great. Born stops outside, still on Zoltan. He uses his divine senses. Oh boy. Um, tell me specifically what it says again. I, I, I all I can tell you is that you're sensing everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sense. The presence of strong evil registers in your senses like a noxious odor, and powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ears. As an action, you can open your awareness to detect such forces. Till the end of your next turn, you know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of you that is not behind total cover. You know the type, celestial fiend or undead, of any being whose presence you sense but is but not its identity. <laughs> the vampire Count Strahd von Zarevich, for instance. <laughs> Within the same radius, you also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated, as with the hollow spell. So you're detecting a lot of undead. A lot, a lot, a lot. And you can sense, even from what you've learned of the castle, that there, a lot of them are in the, the catacombs, the crypts, the basement. You can feel a lot of them beneath you. Looking, Wendell's looking around, seeing like what, uh, what's, what's you're, coming next. Yeah, you're about to see like a great hall with all these columns. You're starting to get a little glimpse of that. Tapestries hanging everywhere. So, Oh, so like, is there is like... Is he going in? Oh, so I've crossed the bridge? Yeah, you crossed the Cross bridge. Crossed the bridge, and then I see in front of me... The doors are open. Doors open to the to the front. Yep, there's these. There's black flowers everywhere. It's uh, decorated in a very macabre tone, but I guess... Because uh, of the wedding? A delightful tone for, for a wedding for Strahd. There's even, a, there's even a sign-in book with your name on it. I guess Wendell starts to take a few steps into the Castle Ravenloft. And he walks just very slowly, but matter-of-factly. He, he ignores a, a 
invitation book or anything, anything like that. He's just walking around looking like, where am I supposed to go? There's a, well, what you do hear, you actually do hear some organ music. You can sense it's to the right of you. You're in a vast, grand hall. There's red carpet um, guiding you to, well, right down to the end from what you can see uh, to various rooms. There's tapestries hung with Big B for Barovia. You can see some of them have the visage of straw. There's a bunch of oil paintings. Uh, some of the carpet has some gold inlays. It's very, well, it's in the design almost of this nice carriage that you have. It's very dark. It's very mossy. And you can tell it just feels like it's been there for centuries, beaten down by rain. You can see there's the stone is smooth. Just feels cold. But there are lanterns. Sorry, there are torches up on the sides. It's all lit up. It's, it's the same type of decorations you're seeing. These vines bunch of black flowers and it's in the it's in uh, Barovia party time mode you're just standing there looking around Born has not followed Wendell in at all just FYI what's Born doing he's outside just watching I guess now the window has disappeared so you're just seeing your buddy as he's walking through these doors and uh He's soaking it all in. He's got his neck up. Looks like he's looking for somewhere uh, to go. And he's just hearing this organ music play. And you can tell where room is coming from. I, uh, I stop upon the realization that I know where the organ music is coming from. And it gives Wendell pause because he thinks to himself, okay, this might be, I might be meeting Strahd in the flesh. So I take a few steps back where I can see around the corner, back out the front doors, and I see Bourne across the bridge standing there. Just getting rained on. Yeah, the, like where I can this see the tiny little shadowy figure mm -hmm. at this point in the distance across the drawbridge. I'm in this sort of nice uh, candlelit glow of dryness, and I can see past where the indoors turn into where the sleet of rain is now hitting Bourne, and and I shout to him, Bourne, think. We're gonna do this together. We gotta get together now. Or, or I don't know what's gonna happen. Wendell! Can I trust you? Wendell just pauses. Your axe is shaking. And I look down at it. I check the blade. It just looks black right now. I look back to Bourne. But it's clean. Bourne! I can't even trust myself. And 
he means that to be a, like a cry for help, pretty much. And then he hangs his head after this long pause, if there is a long pause. Or doesn't say anything. Her long grayish hair is dripping rain right now. Yeah, I've trudged in a bunch of wet mud on this nice carpet. Beautiful old classical gothic castle. And you're pulling your cloak of protection around you tight. Feeling alone. Lauren says, I asked you a question! Haven't I answered it, Warren? If you... Warren's so silent. If you want to know the truth, that's what I'm giving you. I'm having a... Having a hard time, Warren. I don't know what's what. Warren says, Join the club! Born. Born, you don't understand. I, and I take out the axe. It's this damn axe. I hate it. And I try to throw it. I just throw it as hard as I can. You can't. You can't even release your hand. And, I, and Wendell just goes into a hysterical, like, he starts trying to get it off of him. It's kind of falling a little bit. It almost pulls your shoulder like out of the socket a little bit. It was so surprising. He starts hitting hurt, it against you're the wall. Hurt, old man. He starts hitting it against things. Sparks are flying. He hits a torch off the off the wall. Smashes hits the ground. He's trying to throw it, and then he he's, he's trying to put his foot on the axe and he's trying to rip it from his hand. He's like he's pulling it from his skin trying to rip his hand off, trying to get it off of him. It hurts so bad. Really, really hurts and he's bad. And he's kind of screaming and he's in pain. It's like a, a, a tantrum almost. And then Wendell just breaks down crying. And then holds himself together and just sort of pants there for a second. Sitting. Esmeralda's really freaked out by what she's seeing. And she's, well, she's in between you two in a way, and she knows about the Vistani history, she knows about the Troka decks, and she has one herself. Mm. She's a seer as well. So I say to Esmeralda, ah, Esmeralda, what's, what do we do? What's the prophecy say? Is this it? Um, what's gonna happen to me, Esmeralda? What, what, what's Born gonna do? Is he supposed to do something? He's part of the prophecy. It's it's you, Boren, and Irina. It's Madame Eva's uh, reading, you know, the clairvoyant. What, what part of the prophecy is it when Boren, Boren is just waiting out there? It's like I'm going into a bad dream all by myself. What do I have to do with this? I didn't have any dreams. I was brought here by some twisted Vistani, and I'm trying to get home. Don't rope me in on some prophecy. Ah, Born, what do you want to do then? You're like the most powerful hope anyone has here. 
That's not enough. What are you gonna do? Go away now, turn back. Haven't you the courage to come and face it? You're right. I don't have the courage. I'm scared. I'm scared for my life. We're gonna die here, Wendell. We weren't meant to come here. War. I felt that so deeply. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like this is I'm not gonna end well. That was really good. And you're walking into it. Born, the only way out. The only way out is, is forward. Death. No, born. By the forward. hand of this villain. We barely made it through this land, Wendell. I'm trusting a farmer with a curse and a paladin who can barely hold an axe. If we're going in, then this is the end. We've come here to die. Are you ready to die? Because that's what you've been wanting this whole damn trip. Wendell's just looking down at the ground. Esmeralda speaks up. I, I've seen you guys. You are... You, your stories. You killed the diva. You slain the Apid. You too, as a team. Hey. You have great powers. We need you guys. What you don't see is the spite. The bloodlust. I the rudeness. And Wendell, as... as Born saying this, Wendell is looking at his axe. And Wendell's starting to get angry. Born says, If we go to die, can I trust you to do your damnedest to fight as hard as you can? No, Born. You can't trust me. Nobody can trust me. Looks across over to Bourne. He looks up at Esmeralda. I don't deserve to be trusted. I deserve to die. And Wendell stands up, composes himself, slouches like he always does, and walks forward. Just down another hall towards the sound. Does Irina follow him? What does she do? You mean Esmeralda? Esmeralda. Esmeralda. She's cut. She's looking at both of you guys. She doesn't know what to do. She's really, um, her knowledge, through, either through Van Richten, through her experience here, through the Vistani, through Madame Eva, mm. through her strong beliefs, right or wrong, she feels that she needs to be here with you two as a team. That's what she feels. She's she's blindly following her faith like she's always done. What has it done for her? I don't know if it's really that good or bad, but she's she has her own deep faith in religion that I'm sure Born can understand. Like she, she's sad. Mm. She's like, it's not... It's like she's being betrayed by her own faith in, in a sense. This prophecy's not working out. Born wants to... Uh, I want to... 
Bourne wants to wait there to sh until she goes in. And he just kind of stands. He's looking up at... He actually just silently to himself casts the spell protection from good and evil on himself. And as he sits there, silently, you can only assume he just watches Esmeralda go into the castle, follow her fate, and then Boron stands. She f she's following uh, Wendell. She, okay. she, that was tough for her to see him cry. Mm. And uh, so she's, she just wants to console an old man at this point. Boron wants to just stand outside until he knows he's the last one. Big crow's going in as well. Or takes out the drawing of his wife. And he crumples it up. He throws it on the ground. And he walks into the castle. You, uh, you and Big Crow make it in no problem. I just want to say that there's... <laughs> That's strange to information, you know what I mean? I, like, yeah, I don't have to say that. <laughs> you make it in no problem. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to include... Uh, I'll just tell you. I mean, I know you're invited, but there is a rickety part of the... Yeah. I don't you know You each had a 5% chance of falling uh, 1,000 feet. Oh, okay. Dying, yeah. There's a, there's, a rick, there's a rickety part of the bridge. That's in the book. I don't know. Just figured I'd roll for it. But yeah, luckily no one died. So, if you guys make it in, no problem. You see Wendell. Uh, there's a guest book that you pass. Um, you can also see arrows, you know, like you, like you would at any wedding. There's a mm. wooden placard with arrows pointing you uh, where the ceremony is. Boren's a few feet behind the three in front of him, Esmeralda, Big Crow, and Wendell. And he's just looking at everything. He's just seeing what he sees because he wants to, he's not, not as a surprise or wonder, but he's just clocking everything as a man of the military. Mm -hmm. He's checking his surroundings. He's looking for traps. He's keeping his eye on absolutely everything. So roll perception. It's good. It's like completely the opposite of the way Wendell's handling his yeah. environment. Yeah, it's good. It's very juxtaposed. You guys are becoming more so that way. A one. That natural one for perception. For <laughs> God damn. You see a shadow in the corner. I'm convinced your mind is playing tricks on you. But aside from that, you are seeing some oil paintings. There's one of... Uh, King Barov, Queen Ravenovia. Um, you see one with the likeness of Irina, with the name Tatiana on the bottom. And it's a spitting image. But you can tell that this painting is at least a couple hundred years old. Mm -hmm. Boren is so nervous, but he's not showing it. Deep down inside, he's just so nervous. You can also hear the music. Wendell continues to walk towards the music. As the music gets louder, you enter a dining hall, and you can see this 
can see that there's, uh, with their back to you, there's a caped figure playing the organ. This is a huge organ with the pipes that go all the way up the wall. And the sound is very loud right now. And as you enter, you see Strahd. And he looks back at you. And he goes, One, uh, uh, two, uh, uh, three, and the four. Welcome, my friends. You've made it to the end. And tonight, I'm going to thrill you. You've made it in haste, as you dare not be late. Perhaps I won't have to kill you. At midnight, my love, Tatiana will be mine, as we exchange unholy vows. Please come down to the crypts below, as we make our final round. All of a sudden, these mirrors, this glass, shatters on the side. You can make a deck save. You are being impaled by shattering. Oh, shit. Plus. That's a fail. Three. It's a six. Ooh. So you're taking 28 points of damage as a shrapnel. Uh, impales you from these mirrors. Ah! And you can see the image of uh, Strahd was kind of an illusory uh, mirror image. He's actually, it's disappeared. What the? Well, goes, I told you. Back out to the front door. We have to get out of here. Oh, shit. I start, I start running away. I start running towards Boren. Boren picks him so up. You run back out to Boren. Ah, I'm picking out pieces of glass out of my face and my beard. Good lord. Come on. Ah. Boren's taking him and going out to the front door. Got I want to get out of here. You're Boren. Yeah, I see that. Ah. Ah. Boren, we got to get to the crypts. He's too powerful now. He goes down there to recharge. Plus, that's not him. Look, it's an illusion. Or where do we go? Get out! We have to get out of here! Are you sure? Well, maybe we should go in and find a place to hide or go deeper. get the drop on him. No, this is his home ground. You've seen what he's done. He's a magician. He can give us anything we want. That's an illusion. He broke the mirrors. Come on, man. We have to get out of this trap. This whole bloody place is a trap. And go where, born? Outside. We meet him outside. All right. We continue to... Esmer, uh, go outside? Yeah. And you guys make your way to the drawbridge. You get your back outside. And you actually see something in the distance. You can see a line of spectral figures with a green aura, well-dressed, and they're marking, uh, and they're marching their way in procession towards you guys. And they're tossing out these petals on the ground. What sort of wedding is this? And I'm picking out glass out of my face. It's the March of the Dead, what we saw in Barovia Village. Yeah, but now they're all here to attend the wedding. Are they? Or are they just going through protocol? 
Oh, they make it up to the bridge. And this time they're not jumping off. They're walking uh, right towards you, right through you even. Ugh. Gross. That's gross. <laughs> oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. Yuck. <laughs> All right, Warren. Esmeralda hands you uh, a potion of uh, greater healing to Wendell. Oh, thank you, Esmeralda. I chug it. Chug. It's 3D8. This comes from the dndbeyond.com. So it says you regain 4D4 plus 4 hit points when you drink this potion. 4D4 plus 4? Yeah. Hey, it's the same. Fifteen. Wow. Whoa. Awesome. It's in the stars. So these ghostly green figures that you've seen of uh, more of a ragtag group of men and women, various weapons before. Now they're all dolled up uh, with no weapons in nice attire. And they're walking through you guys. Some of, them, some of them sign the book, huh. and they're uh, they're following the. You can see exactly where they're going. They're going downstairs. Wendell's kind of waving in front of them, seeing if any of them like see him, and kind of puts his hand and lets like right on one of their faces as they walk by. They go right through it. Boren says, "See, you go in there, you come out like that. That place is filled with evil." We want this man to deal with us, and he has to come here. Born yells out, Strahd von Storovich, or whatever your name is, you know we're here. Come and face us. It's very quiet. So, Born, is there any uh, other part of this strategy? Would you like me to try yelling into the air? Well, he seems to talk to you in his dreams like a lover boy. Why don't you try call him for your prince yeah, to okay. come save you? Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you, Born? Oh. A little entertainment for you. I'd like a lot of things. Yeah, I know you do. You're a little sick little dwarf. Yeah, I don't get you anymore. I don't think he ever did. Wendell rolls his eyes and obliges, indulges, boring. Hey, Strahd, we're here. Uh, and Wendell just shouts his voice down the echoing halls. Yeah, lots of reverb. We got your invitation, and it seems that when we politely accept it, I got a face full of glass. Now, I'm beginning to think that I shouldn't trust any more of your little trickery and just think that you're full of it. That you're full of it, Strahd! That's right. You tell them, Wendell. So, we're not impressed. That's what I'm trying to say. You can hear it, me, we're not impressed. And Wendell kind of shrugs his shoulders and, and Warren, and at the silence, I guess. Yeah, no response. Well, Born, 
What do you want to do? I don't want to go in there. All right, you want to go over there? And Wendell points just down by the bridge. And what about over there? He points to like a wall to the right of uh, the castle. Why don't we go all the way down there, Born? You want to go down here? And Wendell walks to the edge of the cliff. Why don't we go down there? Maybe down there some answers will come to us. Wendell goes, what's your big idea? Following an open invitation to a mouthful of glass? That's right. I can take more glass. Yeah? And have Irene around to save your ass again? Or have me around to save your ass again? Oh, I don't know, Born. I didn't really count on that. Yeah. You don't count on a lot of things, do you? Well, I count on one thing, Born. What's that? I count on getting some answers yeah. by moving forward. And how's that worked out for you so far? I'll tell you something, Born. And Wendell walks towards him. When Born I stands his ground, puts his axe stone. When I was little, I left the orphanage. Place north in Faerun. I left because I didn't get along with the other kids. The keepers, and the sort of the, the, the adults that took care of us, they didn't like me much either. I was a bit of a troubled child. So I left. But I was only a boy. I didn't know how to take care of myself. There I was, running away. Didn't even know that I was going south. I got far. Found myself walking across big open field, and I was hungry. It was late at night. I didn't see anything around for miles and miles except for a soft light in the distance. And I was tired, born. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to rest. Didn't want to face any deeper pain or suffering. But that light, that light, born, it was the only thing I could see, the only thing that I could walk towards. And so I bit my lip and I just kept walking. And I made it to that light. Collapsed on the porch of a small farm and a few humans took me in. They saved my life, Born. Point is, sometimes, even though you don't know What's at the end of the journey you're on? You just gotta keep journeying. Cause it's, it's the only thing you can do. You're saying that forward is death? Maybe. You might be right, Born. But I can tell you I'm certain that not moving forward at all, well, that's your death 100%. So if it's a choice between death and 
maybe not death. I'll choose the maybe not death. Suppose I could have had a more poetic ending to that story, but maybe not death. Well, those were the words I came up with, born. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Not much of a poet, but I understood. Well, I wasn't born a poet. No, that's right. All right. And this is the end. If we do this, I want you to know that you can trust me. Born picks up his axe and his shield and walks towards the door of Castle Ravenloft following the spirits again. Once again, this is the only way forward. And it's the only way forward. As we're following these specters through the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, he- they're headed to uh, these winding stairs that go down. Is there anything around? Is born since any illusions, anything else? I want to be constantly on the lookout for any type of trickery. Now knowing that High this, alert perception checks. Yeah, yeah. Now knowing that this... Spirit vampire is just here to blow up his castle and send shards of glass into our face. I'm just constantly looking around, telling these guys, keep your eye out. So these stairs are actually a, a different area than where the music was coming from. Okay. And you can see you're, you're trailing them, you're tailing them. You can see them winding down. They're actually creating a light with their aura. Cool. The walls are green. As you make your way down this spiraling staircase of this worn, trotted, smooth stone, you just go deeper and deeper. Just, just to let you know, Boren has his shield out in front of him. Boren's very much on guard. He's got his axe. He's just fucking ready for anything. The shield for any glass is gonna fall on them, or he's just. I think that's a marching order. Born is first. Wendell is resigned. <clears throat> he looks like one of the ghosts, pretty much. Hmm. Just blankly. He's walking forward. He knows that if he's going to get, if he's going to walk into a trap, he's just going to walk into a trap. This is an unfair situation. Right. He might even get relief in a sense. It's almost like he, he just wants it over. Hmm. Okay, well, as you make your way uh, to the basement or to the crypts, you walk past this uh, large torture chamber. Just looks you can see skeletons hanging hanging on the walls. Looks pretty uh, grim. Seems to be that part of the castle. And while you're walking along, uh, Wendell feels like he keeps wanting to look over his shoulder. He can feel something's watching him. What the? What is it? What have you got? Uh, was, was that you? What? I felt something um, just right here, right? He, he's here. Right here, right now. Keep your guard up. He's around. Oh my god. Feels like. You know what this is. I feel like you're being watched by 
feels like that dream. It feels like the shadow fell. It doesn't feel like Strahd. It feels like you're being watched by the Raven Queen. As if there's some sort of material plane in a bubble, like looking at a snow globe. And you feel her eyes on you. And Wendell slowly reaches down and pulls out his axe at it. When you look at it, you see it's very clean. You can see a reflection. And your eyes are black and cloudy. Wendell just very, really very seriously looks at himself and then puts the axe down and looks forward and continues to walk. Thorin's keeping an eye out just where is Strahd's tomb? Where does he go to recharge? Hmm. Every step he's taking, he's looking for any telltale signs of if this, we know we were given this information. Yep. He comes back down here to recharge. He's just strategizing. Where's the room? Where's the thing? Where's this? Well, you can see that things break off to a much bigger room. It's very narrow what you're going down as you see, like you're getting to the part where you saw a, a torture chamber and now it's these narrow jail cells. You can actually hear voices. There's people talking ahead. Takes a little step forward, just see where the voices are coming from. Yeah, so we're, in like, we're, we're like walking a little, still, I think, right? Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, I guess louder it, and louder. It, it opens up into a thing. It's yeah, and you turn around, you turn to the side where the voices are. It's very loud, and uh, it opens up into this uh, vast hall. You can see crypts everywhere, different names, Whoa. mausoleum, and right ahead, you can actually see about 100 feet in front of you people assembled there's a, there's a couple church pews and you actually do see a mongrel folk who appears to be the minister and beside him is uh, Strahd he's talking to some people in the front Boren turns around to his friends and says keep your guard up know that he turns into a mist and returns to his own crypt to recharge Keep your eyes out. Everyone, stay on your guard. Good memory. You're not allowed more than one point of inspiration. Fair enough. All right, well, as you turn the corner, you see these vast crypts uh, lit up by this green spectral energy. You can see a Mongol folk uh, at the altar Strahd's just talking to him, pacing around, perhaps nervous for the big day. Yeah, so Strahd's wearing like a black tuxedo with a white ruffled dress shirt, a top hat, a black cape that's red on the inside. And when you walk in, you can see... Boren says, Guy's got a top hat on. <laughs> yeah, I see that. It's a boo chewy. Yeah, I think he's living in the past, Boren. So just past these crypts that you can see, there's these church pews. And to the right, uh, on the groom side, 
can see that all the aisles are full of these ghostly figures. But you do notice that the four in front look a little different. They don't have a green glow to them. They're glowing white, and they're not dressed up for a party. They look to be warriors. They're donning armor, and they have these spectral long swords in their hilt dangling to their sides. And the bride's side to the left, you see Ismark. That's it. All the pews are empty. Borges, Wendell, do you see him? Yeah, it's Ismark. That's Irina's brother. I guess that's uh, all who's attending for Irina's side. And as you wait, make your way down, I'm assuming. Are you guys going down? Yeah, I'm going to keep walking towards a little bit. Keep walking, and Strahd's in the middle of talking to the minister. And he looks up. He locks eyes with you. Will, looks like our guests have arrived. Our very special guests. Come down, please. Have a seat. Have a seat on the bride's side. Sure, would you... Would you like us to sit maybe in some broken glass, Straw? <laughs> I think you've... Uh, some things in the castle... Uh, <laughs> they're very old, you see. <laughs> things break. Um, I'm very sorry about that. Uh, if I think I know what you're talking about. Boren speaks up. Oh, perhaps you'd like us to fight a stone golem. That you bring to life in the middle of a lucky square. <laughs> My friends, uh... We're not your friends. We're not your friends, Strahd. We had no choice but to come here. So if you want a party, go ahead, get your party going. But we're going to stay right here. But we are here, just like you wanted. Well, I'm glad you've finally come. Accepted my invitation. Oh, you're not my friend? Okay. But, uh, surely you care for Tati. Oh, sorry. Irina? Well, which is it, Strahd? Is it Irina or Tatiana? What it is to you, it might be different for what it is to me. And what about what it is to her? I think you'll find that she's very happy. And she's in a good place right now. <laughs> Says you. Says you, Strahd. You must forgive us for not trusting you. But the moment we enter these lands, you've been watching us. Whether it be yes, in the form of a wolf, whether it be the form of a spirit, Never once have you shown any sign of hospitality. We're not your friends. <laughs> Tonight is a special night. Tonight is the night I wed my love, Tatyana. And also the night I free myself of this curse. Perhaps tonight is the night that you can send us out of this godforsaken land. And we can go home. 
I'll see what I can do. Huh. Right. So says the room of broken glass. So says the guy who's fucked with us our entire time here. We don't trust a word you say, Strahd. As I said, if you want to get going doing something, this little party here with all these ugly folk, you go ahead and do it. We're here. We're watching. Well, please, uh, have a seat. I've got you a nice spot right next to Ismark. Oh, great. Yeah, let's just go and sit exactly where you want us to sit. We're standing right here, Strahd. Very well. Consider us security. He whispers uh, something to the minister. And as he's whispering, I'm whispering to Bourne. Bourne. Taking a look at all the crypts around us. Hey. Maybe standing here isn't such a good idea if he oh. decides to unload something on us. Well, we've got the exit right behind us. We can funnel anything we need to. We've seen exits closed before. Well, we rush this. We're caught in a corner with all those bad looking dudes right at the front. It's not looking good for us, Bourne. So you guys are figuring out uh, your gear. Who has what? I've got the sun sword. I've got the amulet. I say to Wendell, Wendell, I trust you. And he unclicks it from his shield and just slowly passes it. The sun sword? No, the amulet. The amulet? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Holy symbol of Ravenkind is now in Wendell's hand. Well, it, uh, it looks like... Everybody's here. Uh, perhaps we can uh, start early. Well, almost everybody. Where is uh, Rahadin and uh, Stenomir? He looks. <laughs> he looks at you, Wendell. Starts laughing with you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if they're not here, we shall proceed. Right. Irina, come forth, please. And then I just want to add that it's very quiet right now. There's no music playing. There's no uh, here comes the bride or anything. Mm. Very eerie. But behind you, you do see Irina come out. She has this long black dress on. And she sees you guys. Wendell Boren. So good to see you. Thank she's you for ba- coming. She's back here with us, walking mm-hmm. down. Okay. She's starting to walk down. How have you guys been? I'm so glad you can come. I'm so happy. We're not. You seem to have changed your tune. I don't You're know happy you to be here. You know, he's not such a bad guy. Really? After biting you? After almost killing us? He's not such a bad guy. She looks like she's not remembering any of this. It's too late, Wendell. She's been taken. She's fucked. Thanks again for coming. She walks forward. Guess that's another friend who's betrayed us. 
She turns around and smiles at you guys. Like a vacant stare. Her brother's staring at her. You also notice there's a, one of the March of the Dead people has had it, it, their eye on you the whole time. And you're realizing you recognize this person. The person looks like they've, uh, they've been decomposing underground for many years. And smiling at you is your sister, Nazrin. She's standing, she's sitting at the, on the groom's side. Oh, no. Warren, what is it? Quiet. Don't say anything. Sorry, does this something, there seem to be a problem? Nothing. You don't look well, my friend. Hope nothing is uh, bothering you. I know your games. You're not going to trick me. That's not her. What, what is it, Born? Tri- tricky with what? Shut quiet. I don't appreciate this, Strahd. How would you like it if I called forth an image of Sergei? His face goes red. So, looks like you're a joker as well. His name is not to be spoken here. Actually... He's a lot closer to you right now than he is to me. He looks at one of the crypts. And Wendell's looking around at the crypts, taking it all in. Look, <laughs> looking at Bourne. Giving him a look like this is... This is where we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you can taunt and prod us? But suddenly, you can't take it. You're going to live this out. Again and again, through the centuries, because of your jealousy for your brother and his love for Tatiana. Is that so? That <laughs> is so. Not tonight. Tonight I am free. He stares at you, looking for a response. Well, you got me here, Strahd. Thing is, Everything you've said from the very beginning was bullshit. So if there's a time that you want to start talking truth, laying your cards down on the table, well, we might actually be able to play your game for real. All we've done so far is just be pawns in a little child's game. Is that what you are, Straw? deep down, just a little... Spoiled, jealous child. You can see he's getting very upset. You say don't speak of Sergey. Well, Sergey, Sergey, Sergey. I can guarantee you he was a better man than you. Sergey is no more. Well, I'd say his name lives on pretty strong, thanks to you. He looks at you and he looks at Irina. How dare you? Look, Strahd, you want to be free of your curse? What do I care? Good. I wish you the best of luck. You say you want someone to take your place. Well, I don't even know what that means. Because you haven't told me. So I've played your games, I've gotten your carriage, gotten shredded by your glass, ran into trap after trap. 
What enough! The enough! Let the wedding commence. Irina walks up. Go on, go on with the, go on with the ceremony. And this little mongrel is uh, just looking confused and scared, and he, he's ready to go. Uh, okay. Um. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to bring together two people in holy matrimony. He looks up at Strad. <laughs> and he's going, yes, go on, go on. Um, have you guys uh, prepared any vows? And Strad goes, okay, I, I have, I have prepared my vows. Uh, Tatiana, together, you and I will join. We will be free. We will be in love. And you will be mine. Like you always were supposed to be. And, and Wendell leans over to Bourne and he whispers, seem to have a lot of time to prepare those vows and they don't really feel that well written. <laughs> it's a marriage. Come on, show some respect. Not yet. Uh, Strahd can tell that you've noticed that he's winging in. He's, uh... Call him out. Taunt him. What's the matter, Stroud? Don't you love her? Enough to give her proper vows? <laughs> of course I do. Talk about Sergei. I want to... I want to be free. Maybe, I mean, I want... I want us to be free. Maybe she should be marrying Sergei I want instead. us to be free. Uh, Tatiana, what do you have to say? Her name is Irina. Irina! What do you have to say? Born. Uh, Why don't you remove I a say, curse from her, maybe? Or... I say... It's too far away. I say I do, of course. He goes, ah, 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 ah. So that is it. It is written. And he grabs her finger, and he slides a ring on. Wendell looks at Born, and he's sort of uh, nervous, and he says... Warren, are we letting this happen? What's happening? I don't know what's going to happen right now. Neither do I. You said this breaks a curse. I don't know what's happening. What's happening, Strong? <laughs> he raises his arms up and he looks to the sky like uh, William H. Macy in the Shawshank Redemption. He is embracing. <laughs> not William H. That's Macy. not William H. Macy. <laughs> Who is it? Which it's, one is uh, it? Was oh, it the black guy? It's Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Oh my god. I know what you meant there. Yeah, well, okay. yeah, he doesn't do any of that. But he's he's looking to the heavens and he's he's got his arms in like a Jesus Christ pose. Is this is this happening? What is going on? And he's getting really nervous. And he, he doesn't feel freed and he, he grabs uh, Tatiana's arm and shoves the ring on her even harder. This is my time to be free. Leave her alone. I am to be set free. Your curse didn't work. And you can feel the Raven Queen in this room watching this whole thing unfold. And he's looking up at her as if something's gone wrong. And he goes, Wendell, come, come here. I don't know about that. This Strong. land could be yours. What are the what are the terms? You come here, I am free, and you you are you'll be king for centuries. This whole land will be yours. I look over at Bourne 
Lauren, I don't know, man. I, this doesn't sound so bad. How, how, could, how could this be bad, Born? I'm not, sh I'm not sure what to do, Born. Nor am I, but the choice is yours, Wendell. Born, I'm... I can only live with it. You, you came here to escape something. <laughs> what looks for you back home in Faerun cannot find you here. You are safe. This whole castle could be yours. And Wendell has tears in his eyes as he's just looking into the darkness of this brewing dark energy around Strahd and he feels all this darkness pulling him in and it's so tempting. And he's just gives one last look to Boren. Born. Born am I. Born am I evil. And Boren looks at him and says, Not to me, friend. Not to me. And Wendell looks towards Strahd. Take my hand. And he reaches at his hand. And Wendell takes a few steps forward and lifts his right hand up. And Gordon readies himself. And then drops to one knee for a Hyrukin blast. <laughs> oh, no! Him and then we're rolling initiative. This concludes another episode of Dwarven Moss. If you'd like to support us, consider joining our Patreon or buy us a coffee. Leave us a comment or ask a question and we'll answer it on one of our episodes of Talking Moss. Dwarven Moss is presented by the Sonar Network.